maybe I am less fearful and maybe I am stronger than I think I am. And that kind of just opened the door for me saying yes to a lot of things instead of no and being like so scared to do things all the time. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me this week. I am sure you've heard me say it before, but I just often meet these crazy cool people and then I am blown away by who they are and what they're up to. And our guest this week is no exception. When I met Allison, we clicked immediately. Both of us share this big love for outdoors and outdoor activities. So listen in while she talks about her journey from playing life safe to an outdoor blogger who partners with some very big product lines. And she's got her Becoming a Backpacking Badass course coming out in the spring. Listen in. Hey there, I am chatting with Allison Boyle today and I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here today, Allison. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I was, I think, in the line for the bathroom at a conference when somehow or another someone said to me about, oh, she does backpacking. I was like, she does backpacking. Like, you know, you don't usually meet people who are out there backpacking. And Allison and I got to talking. And it turns out that she not only does backpacking, she does some amazing things. And she is putting together a backpacking course, which we're going to talk about later. But I was going to have Allison, Allison, if you don't mind, just chat for a second about how and why you got into being like, she is the outdoor guru diva that I've always wanted to be. Like she is doing it. So tell me how you got into that and a little bit about why. Okay. This is a a great and complicated question because if you had known me maybe 10 or 12 years ago, I would say I used to be about 0% outdoorsy. I grew up in Texas and basically where I was from, there were no mountains and people didn't really do outdoorsy things. So I think Um, What happened is that I went to college and I started getting really tired of feeling like I was always scared of doing things. I would always say no to things and no to experiences. I was always just afraid and I talked myself out of everything. I had an internship. I was studying engineering in college and I had an internship in Colorado. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, wouldn't it be cool to do outdoor rock climbing? Like almost as if it were bungee jumping or something. I just, (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, um, okay, that'd be cool to try once. Like I probably, I didn't really think people did that like all the time. I just thought rock climbing was something, this novelty thing. And so I signed up with a guide and went, went rock climbing and it was like, it blew my mind. I remember bugging that guy to death. I was like, so wait, people actually do this like every day or they, they do this for fun. And I was like asking them all kinds of things. I'm like, how do you get down from the top when you get there? How do I set up the ropes? And I, I was like hooked instantly. And I guess that kind of like catapulted me into being curious about outdoor adventure to start with. Unfortunately, I went back to college and I feel like I didn't really pursue it more. But when I got invited for a full-time offer, I asked to go out to California because I knew that there were mountains there. And I was like, well, maybe I can do some more rock climbing and learn more about that. And so I moved to California. And then I met people that apparently 
a lot more people in California were outdoorsy than we were in Texas. So people went hiking and backpacking more frequently. And I ended up meeting some people who really took me under their wing and took me on adventures. And then I don't know, the rest was history. I just sort of like became obsessed with it. And it became something that completely changed my life. I love to hear this. I love to hear this. It's so funny. Like when you say it's just like going bungee jumping or something. And when you said that, I had to laugh because it takes a million years to become amazingly good at rock climbing, right? (laughs) Yeah, not at all, actually. You know, it's like, I just thought it was some weird novelty thing that only, you know, you see people do things on TV and you see, see people do things in the Olympics or something and you're like, oh, well, that's just because they're special. And then eventually when I did it myself, I'm like, well, why not me? Like, why can't I do that? Like, maybe I am less fearful and maybe I am stronger than I think I am. And that kind of just opened the door for me saying yes to a lot of things instead of no and being like so scared to do things all the time. Wow. I love that. And it's, you're right. I mean, there is a door and it's so easy to be, I don't know, maybe it's just sedentary and see other people doing things and thinking that's really cool. I know that just last weekend I got back from a trip in Costa Rica and I do a lot of stuff. Like I'm not afraid of too many things. But one of the things that we did there was the quote-unquote Tarzan swing, where you stood on the edge of this platform and jumped. And it wasn't a bungee, because I won't do a bungee, but it was uh, this swing that just swung you out. And I don't know how high up we were. And all I could think of was, oh, I don't really want to do this, right? (laughs) Like, this is just not my gig. But then I did it. And it was after that, I was like, wow, well, Sure, why didn't I want to do that? And it's so many things that once you try it, it's really eye-opening that you can do it. That's funny that you bring that up because a lot of times in and hiking and backpacking and climbing, there's this thing we like to term it as type two fun. It's that you know sometimes going into a thing, like into a long backpacking trip, or if you have like a peak or a mountain that you're going out to climb, you know that 50% of that time that you probably will not enjoy it. And you might be thinking to yourself, (laughs) why the hell am I doing this? Like, I don't want to be here. I could be at home. I could be on the couch. But if you can learn to push past that discomfort and learn to be more comfortable with being uncomfortable, then when you do get to the top or you push yourself to that next level, you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like I never knew I had it in me and I I really enjoyed that. And uh, we like to call that type two fun because sometimes it takes a little bit of reflection, a little bit of reflection to understand like the transformation that it enabled you to do because once you reach one goal, then you start to realize the potential of other goals. And it also helps you like put things into perspective. I know that I used to think Sometimes I'll I'll come up on something hard and having all these different outdoor adventure experiences under my belt now, I'll be like, oh, this is really hard. And then I'll think back to a time I'll be like, well, I did this before, so I can definitely handle this. And it's just given me a little bit of resilience, I guess, um, which is a really big asset. Isn't that funny? I mean, I do the same thing. I do the exact same thing. All it's usually it's in a business situation. I'll come up to something. I'll be like, uh, seriously, that's, that's going to be rough. And I think, well, 
really, truly, like if you went and ran this river, <laughs> of course you can go build that funnel <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, because you did kayaking, right? Is, is that something? Yeah. Yeah, I like to paddle. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's amazing. Like, I think it's made me just a stronger person in general and been able to handle things that I haven't thought was possible. And maybe even a big reason why I started uh, She Dreams of Alpine as a business because I knew that like, yeah, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel hard. And I'm not going to know what I'm doing half the time. I'm going to feel awkward starting out. But eventually, if I can push through it, it's like, like I can maybe achieve big things and reach big summits, so to speak. Right, right. Despite what was it? The type two fun? Yeah, type two fun. Type two fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. So, you, you know, the type one fun is kind of like that easygoing hiking. The type two fun is those big goals we usually dream up in our head. We're like, oh, Mount Kilimanjaro. That sounds amazing. And then you get out there and it's horrible. It's really hard, <laughs> but it's amazing afterwards. And when you're, you know, get to the summit, it's like just in a rush of endorphins that you've never experienced before. It's true. And, and a friend of mine always says that it's the stuff that hurts is what you remember. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, you know, you're, you're not going to remember all those times that you sat at home and missed out on doing something. You're going to remember those times that you pushed yourself and really got to the next level of self-discovery. I think outdoor adventure is like the ultimate self-discovery tool. Ah, yeah, I do believe that. And I'm just going to have to say, if you're listening in the background and there's a lot of noise, sorry about that. It's just life is happening today. So talk to me for a second. Tell me about, you know, what She Dreams of Alpine is and how you're helping empower women and what you're doing. Talk about that at first a little bit. Yeah. So She Dreams of Alpine was born. I was like, I knew that outdoor adventure had really changed me and being open to saying yes to things that scared me changed who I was. And I really got passionate about sharing that with other people and making it a little bit more accessible. The biggest thing I'm passionate about is I totally used to be that person that didn't think I was strong enough or didn't think I could do certain things because I'd just never done them. I was always I was looking at my past as a example of what I could or couldn't do, I, I guess you could say. And I didn't think I was very brave or strong. I just thought that that's the kind of person I was. Like, I'm not a strong person. I'm not a fast person. I'm not a brave person. But I got sick of that. I was like, well, that's no fun. Like, I just don't do anything. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that feel the same way. So it's just kind of meant to help people see that you can really change who you are. It takes work. And at the beginning, it's hard. But if you open yourself up to saying yes to things that are hard, like you might become a completely different person. So you're doing this by teaching women all kinds of outdoor uh, skills? Yeah. So on the site, on the site, you'll find a lot of things. You know, sometimes I'll write about a particular trail because I think there are different people that kind of come to the site. Some are already know that they're really into outdoor adventure and that's something they love doing. So we like to share the beautiful places that we've gone to and how to make them easier to attempt and go on yourself. Um, and then we also write how-to articles and tips and tricks and stuff like that. But I'm really trying to develop 
my passion project, uh, you could say, is this backpacking course that I'm developing. And it's really geared towards that person who is looking for a transformation in the form of using outdoor adventure. And I think like backpacking is the ultimate gateway into outdoor adventure, really. It's the place you're going to test yourself the most and start to really see what you like and what you're made of. It's true. How you know self-sufficient you can be, the things that scare you, you're going to love later. And it's, it's interesting when I, I did a, I guess it was a talk one time on backpacking where it was an online chat. And the number one question I got was, I want to go by myself. I want to go backpack by myself. But everyone tells me that's not a good idea. Yeah, the solo backpacking. Right. And I thought, wow, I'm so impressed that people even think about it and that they're actually going out there and doing it. And you're teaching those skills in this course so that someone can go, whether it's a solo backpacker or in a group, right? Yes, exactly. Actually, that's something I'm really passionate about. Not necessarily like just the solo thing, but I want, when I teach, like, I don't want somebody just to feel like they can be like go and do a thing. I want them to feel completely self-sufficient. So I want them to feel confident in their skills that if something goes wrong, they know how to handle it. Because a lot of people, what prevents them from going out and going backpacking is that they're scared they're going to get lost or they're scared it's not safe. And I kind of want to do some myth busting. That shouldn't be something that really holds us back. But I also feel it's really important that you know how to handle the situations yourself. And so when you do, you can go solo backpacking if you want to, because personally, I don't think there's anything more dangerous about going solo backpacking than if you're in a group. You definitely need to be more self-aware of your surroundings. I mean, there are some situations where being in a group might be better statistically, I guess, if you were to encounter wildlife, but there are plenty of situations and ways to handle encountering wildlife and preventing those encounters in the first place, if you just have a little bit of that knowledge beforehand. So really, what you're teaching is you're teaching me or whomever, the skill set to go out and be self-sufficient while I'm out doing things. But what you're really doing is you're teaching us to get out from behind the computer, get outside, try something new, take a big chance, while still knowing that it's really like anything in life, right? Like if you know what you're doing, it's so much easier to do, but you can never do it unless you, um, unless you do it, right? Unless you take that plunge. I love that. And so tell me a little bit. I know that you guys have some big travel plans coming up, some big adventures coming up, but you outfitted your own van so that you could do some weekend trips. Tell us a little teeny bit about how like, how is life when you're, when you're working out of your van? Because you're blogging out of your van on the weekends, right? So how's that working for you? Tell us about that. So it's funny that you say that. You know, recently, I, we've been going on, we've been using the van to go on adventures, but I've also been working on um, this backpacking course. It's become a labor of love. So a lot of my free time kind of gets dedicated to that. So it does require that when we are traveling that I have to do some work as well. 
my partner, he and I both really like rock climbing. So a lot of times in California, we'll go off for rock climbing trips as well. And maybe I'll spend one day working and he'll, he'll be climbing. And recently we went up to um, Bishop. It's like a big bouldering area for climbers. And he went climbing with some friends and I took the van and I just parked it in a place where we had like really good cell service. And I tethered on my computer and I worked on my course like all day. And it was probably the best um, working views I've ever had because I had the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Like just, I had the door open to my van and I was working inside the van and I could just see the mountains in the distance. And I was like, this is the best office I've ever had. Oh my gosh. That gives me chill bumps actually. (laughs) Yes. I was like this, I was like, this is what working is supposed to be like. I just felt like energized by it, you know, like energized by just like the fresh mountain air and it was like cool, but not too cold. And it was the Sierra Nevadas are my favorite place on earth. And there's just something chilling and breathtaking about them that I'll probably never get over. So I'll be happy anywhere with a view of the Sierras. So that is an amazing work situation, right? For everybody who's listening right now, who's sitting behind a computer or driving in traffic, I am so sorry. She just told us about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I guess it's not always like that. I mean, it is complicated sometimes when we're on the road. I fortunately have a partner who, when he drives, he lets me do work. And so a lot of times like I'll do my writing and working while we're driving and I'll just tether to the LTE and try to get work done. So that way, when we stop in a place, like we're able to be free to go do the things that we want and have the adventures that we want. But sometimes, you know, the service is bad and you can't do a whole lot besides maybe write and we'll have to wait and go to a Starbucks or something like that. So, I mean, there is complications to it, but I don't know. I I still love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those complications can be handled, right? (laughs) So you have a handout that you've created that I happened to see when you first did it, which was awesome. Like, awesome. So tell us a little bit about that. And we'll make sure that we link to it in the show notes. And you'll be able to find it on the show notes. We'll send it out in the newsletter that we send out every week. So we'll make sure that you know people can find your handout. But tell them a little bit about that. I have a freebie on my site. And I call it the Outdoor Adventure Starter Kit. And it kind of goes back to, if you remember that story I told you about the rock climbing thing, and I thought, is this really like people really do this? It's sort of embracing somebody who may be newer to outdoor adventure and being like, look, these are some of the basic things and tips that you can have to develop yourself in outdoor adventure. So it has like 14 pages filled with hiking and backpacking and rock climbing tips, techniques and inspiration so that somebody can really hone in on their outdoor adventure skills, or maybe get introduced and inspired to go outdoors themselves. Nice. Nice. Well, I have to tell you, I mean, just just chatting with you brings back all of our conversations we had a few months ago. And it makes me realize that I may not be spending as much time outside as I need to be. So I hope that everyone on uh, on the podcast today is inspired <laughs> to get out and spend a little bit more time outside we may not have the Sierra, say it again, the Sierra Nevada. Yeah, Sierra Nevadas. <laughs> the Sierra Nevadas in our backyard. But at the same time, we all have somewhere that we can get out and go and do a little bit. 
definitely make sure that you pick up the handout because I was truly blown away. I mean, I've been doing outdoor stuff for a long time and I was truly blown away about how well it was presented and how much it made me want to try some things that I'd never tried before. So definitely make sure that you grab that handout. It will be in the show notes. It will be in the newsletter. And thank you so much for being on with us today, Allison. I appreciate it. Any, anything you'd like to say to wrap it up? I just really hope uh, people are inspired today to get outdoors. And if they have any questions, to feel free to hit me up. Like I love talking to people about outdoor adventure and kind of myth busting a little bit. And I'm, you know, always available via Instagram or whatever um, on the She Dreams of Alpine site. And I don't know, I'm just looking forward to more people really discovering themselves and getting excited about the kind of ventures that they can go on themselves because there's just a million beautiful places out there. Well, that is an amazing offer because I happen to know that once your course comes out, you're going to be super slammed because people will be contacting you nonstop. So thank you so much for making that offer right now. And thank you so much for being on with us today. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to following your blog and seeing what you're up to next. Thank you for having me. It's uh, been a pleasure and super exciting, like getting to talk about outdoor adventure and backpacking. Like I can't think of a better thing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I, I second that one. Thank you. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Be sure to get your copy of the Outdoor Adventure Starter Kit at the link in the show notes at angeltigerfit.com. And join me next week for a chat on the top five indicators that you're working too much and moving too little and how to flip that over. One way to work a little less is to let Riley and the guys at podgy.co do the heavy lifting for you. If you have a podcast or you're thinking about a podcast, they're your guys. I figure they probably save me three to five hours every week which is exactly the amount of time I need to get out and move. Check them out at podergy.co and I will see you next week. Have a great one.